every 800 years, Jupiter and Saturn line up in just such a way so as to produce what we call the Christmas star. How poignant it is that on the longest nights of the year, during one of the darkest years in a generation, the Christmas star shines the brightest. John says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. What came into being through the Word was life, and the life was the light for all people. The light shines in the darkness, John says, and the darkness does not overcome it. Tonight, we give witness to the light that shines in the darkness, in lives like yours and mine. These are lights of hope, and lights of peace, and lights of joy, and lights of love. Wherever you are this night, may you know the love of God born again into your life. May you know the peace of Christ made light in the angel's song, in the baby's cry. May you know the deep joy of Christmas Eve. So let us worship God.
pray. Lord, in the beginning when all was very dark, you said, let there be light. And there was light and life throughout the universe. And when the human race was exhausted, tired and weary, in the darkness of anxiety, confusion, and brokenness, into that darkness you came as light in Christ Jesus. God became a human being among us all. And once again, it is dark. Not just at midnight, but dark in ourselves, dark with doubt, dark with fear and uncertainty, dark with confusing and conflicting voices in our ears. Come, light of light, lighten the darkness in our lives with your mighty word of love. Lighten our hearts with the joy of your promised coming. Lighten our world with the hope that all shall be well, and all shall be well, and all manner of things shall be well. In your gracious name we pray. Amen. of Jesus. In those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be enrolled. This was the first enrollment when Quirinius was governor of Syria, and all went to be enrolled, each to his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the city of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David to be enrolled with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to be delivered, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. And in that region were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night, and an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with fear. And the angel said to them, Be not afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of a great joy which comes to all of the people. For you is born in this day in the city of David a Saviour, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among men with whom he is pleased. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
What was Mary thinking that night? What was Joseph thinking standing at her side? What were the shepherds thinking, the Magi and King Herod? I'm sure it wasn't all as calm and all as bright as we like to imagine. Mary, having just given birth, welcomes strangers to the crowded stable filled with the smells of manure and animals. Joseph, knowing that this is God's son, must stand in awe and wonder, yet at the same time, scared. The shepherds pulled away from their livelihoods and told to find a new king in a stable, must have thought, could God really be born in a manger? King Herod thinks and feels threatened at the Magi's words that they were looking for a baby king. Was he not king? We don't actually know what they were all thinking, but we can see from their action many things. 
Throughout Advent, we have lit candles of peace, hope, joy, and love. We see hope in the shepherds who disrupted their work and their lives to go and see God made flesh in a babe born in a manger. We see love in and from Joseph, who welcomes Jesus as his own son, giving him a home and a name. We see peace from the Magi who risk a journey and followed a star, giving the ultimate shalom, the abiding presence of God in our world, validity. We see King Herod quake at the idea that love is more powerful than his kingly power, For who would come to rule in such earthly meekness? And finally, we see Mary, a poor adolescent, unwed, pressed down to the lowest rung in society mother, respond to all the things that are happening to her and around her with joy. We would expect Mary to be scared and to respond by singing the blues, for there is so much that is not right in the world. Instead, Mary responds bravely with joy. You cannot be brave unless you first experience being scared. And here on a cold, unwelcoming, strange December night, Mary responds to God's work in the world with joy. Purposefully and intentionally, Mary chooses joy. Joy in the face of uncertainty, joy in the face of everything she cannot control. It would have been easy to choose happiness, that fleeting feeling of giddiness. But Mary chose joy, and joy is hard work. It is easy to put down others and to criticize the situation, blaming others for the circumstances. It is easy to dwell on negative comments and brood over hopelessness. But Mary instead chooses joy. Joy rooted in resistance. Resistance to naysayers, to criticism, to conformity. This joy lifts up all who have been laid low. This joy turns the world upside down and reverses the status quo. This joy is a response to how and where God is at work in her life. We too can be like Mary. We can actively notice how and where God is always and already at work in our lives. That intentional awareness can bring us awe and wonder, especially on this Christmas Eve. May we once again approach the manger with awe and wonder at God's work in our lives. May we abide in joy, knowing that like Mary, Joseph, the shepherds, the magi, we share in the hope, peace, love, and joy of the manger. May we know and feel and experience abiding joy for God's work in our lives, in this community, and in the world, this night and forever. Amen. Oh, holy night, 
the stars are brightly shining, it is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Lonely the world in sin and error pining till he and the soul felt its worth. A thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices through yonder breaks. A new and glorious morn
Let us pray. You came as a baby, O Lord, as a little helpless child who relied on a human family to care for him. You cried because you were hungry, because you were homeless, because you were a stranger far away from home. You still cry with hunger, Lord. In the voices of the many starving, your tears still flow for the homeless, the lonely, and the forgotten. You still rely on human families to care for you and to abide with you. And so this Christmas, Lord, we pray, help us to be the kind of people who look for you in the world and joyfully discover you as we care for one another. Transform the joy and the promise of this night into the will and creativity to reach out in safe and meaningful ways to those in need around us, to reach in and to see the light of your love shining in us, that we might discover you in the care we give each other. In Christ's name, who taught us to pray, we pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen.
And now the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be and abide with you all now and beyond forever. Amen.